when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Oh, it's uh, that um, I'm a big fan of uh, Botticelli's uh, Birth of Venus. Um, but I was wondering if you could get like the director's cut with the rear view. <laughs> I don't know. That's that was the entire joke. It made me chortle. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I, ch- I you got a chortle out of me. Oh yeah. What does a chortle sound like? <laughs> That's my chortle. <laughs> yep. Is it sort of an old man laugh sound? Yeah, it's sort of an old man laugh sound. Mm. I got two stories for you this week. Oh, okay. Um, good because I have zero. So. That I bet, I bet up you'll to come up. Quorum. I All bet right. you'll come up with something. All right. The first one was I was really jet lagged when I got back from Japan, and uh, as as people are when they travel, and I was teaching a cooking class, and I should have scheduled it like four or five days post return, but I scheduled sure. it two days post yeah. return, which was when like the height of my most when you were still in the phase where you were waking up every night at one thirty, like eating hungry cereal. for a full meal. Yeah, yeah and uh-huh. we, April and I had cereal in bed at two a.m. two nights in a row. That's kind hot. Of, it was kind of hot. Yeah. 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 I mean, especially because her soy milk, my regular mm-hmm. milk thing, that was especially hot. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I'm teaching a class. Ever, yeah. Everyone, uh, listeners, uh, Google up some, get on, get on your, your porn tubes and Google up some <laughs> lesbian cereal videos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Continue. And I was making... It, it doesn't even matter what I was making. Just know that it love. involved... Tur- tur- I was making love out of nothing at all except turmeric. Okay. And in a blender. Oh, okay. boy. So just visualize that. Uh-huh. I put the turmeric water and turn the blender on in front of my 25 students, and the lid flies off, and half the contents stream up in the air onto my hands and sleeves of my chef coat. Oh, now, yeah. I now, hope... I hope you got this on, on video because I think I think blender blender cum shot videos are really popular. <laughs> Just wait, it gets okay. worse. So everybody's like, oh, and we laugh. I clean myself off, and I'm like, wow, this blender's possessed. You know, make a couple jokes, and then I uh, start the process over again. This time, making sure that the lid is completely secure. Turn the blender off. Take the lid off and peer into the blender, and the blender spontaneously turns on high. Oh, so you've got. Then I get like the cum shot right in the face. You, you've got it, it was like a like a uh, maximum overdrive, like the machines are taking over kind of situation. It the, the entire contents of what was left shoot up into my face onto my chef coat, turmeric, all over the floor, the counter, everything. And I, I've I've had like a turmeric incident in my kitchen, and it can never be cleaned up. No. No, it stains, and it's apparently good for the skin. I've, oh, I've well, that's, that. that's good. At least there's some silver lining. So I was te- co-teaching this class with a doctor, and it was called Food as Medicine. <laughs> uh-huh. And she proceeded to talk about the benefits for your skin of turmeric as a way while I'm cleaning up. Sure. It was, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> um, Did yeah. you know that when 25 people gasp at the same time, it sounds like one, pers- one person gasping? I didn't know that, but, but louder? Yeah, just a loud one person, but it was 25 people. Like all, like, like in perfect all, yes. simultaneity? Yes. Nice word. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, that's, yeah. Have I ever, have I ever had like a public humiliation like that? That's what I thought you were, this would lead to. Yeah. Now I'm trying to think, because like, the, the answer is definitely yes, of course I have. But I, I think I may have like, you know, uh, I, I've like mentally blocked them all. Because I can't. Well, I mean, unblock thyself. Okay. 
why, why don't you go go into your next story, okay. and I'm and I'm gonna we're gonna like set that fuse burning, and by the end of your next story, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and come up with some kind of public humiliation. All right. So um, last night I went to visit my friend's new puppy, and she had her in a pen, and the puppy jumped up on the side of the pen and got its paw caught between the two places that the, the metal pen come together. And I know you don't know a lot about dogs, but puppies especially are like the biggest drama queens in the entire world. They will cry murder and they're barely feeling pain. And it's hard uh-huh. to know when they're really truly having pain. So, so puppies? So puppy screaming bloody murder. So my friend jumps up, rushes to the puppy, reaches in to grab the puppy, to pull the puppy up and get the paw out of the stuck place in the, in the metal. Okay. Puppy is freaking out, turns around, and puts all sh- the sharp puppy teeth into my friend's hand. Just, <gasps> just bites, clamps down. Oh. So now the puppy now is screaming. Now it's time. And Sauna's screaming. My friend is your, screaming. Wait, your friend's name is Sauna? Sauna. Wow. Sauna. Uh-huh. Not, not Sauna. Um, uh, and she's screaming. So then I jump out of my chair, and I rush in. I grab the puppy. Sauna's, like, screaming, holding her hands up. I grab the puppy. The puppy turns around and puts its teeth into my hand. Oh, geez. Oh, I see. I see <laughs> so the scratch. I have puncture marks and wounds all over my hands. So then I start screaming. Well, then the third friend, because there's three of us over there, jumps up. And that's a good friend. Don't you think the third friend to, to come in when the... The dog's still crying, and now oh, and two n- women are screaming. Right, so you know you're, you're, you're going to get the teeth You're going to get it. Right. She was so good, though. She jumped in and grabbed the, pu- the puppy's back paws far enough away from the mouth and was able to lift the dog like upside down out of the pen. Okay, so the dog is totally fine. There is right. nothing wrong with this puppy. Sure. Sana and I are bleeding everywhere. <laughs> it was a hilarious, dramatic bloodbath. You know it's, you know it's good for that. Turmeric. <laughs> Way to bring it um, all together. <laughs> I can't think of a public humiliation. <laughs> or a public bloodletting like you, that? Um, I don't know. Like, have you have you been present for any of my public humiliations that you might remember? Oh. Huh. Um, That's a good question. Your stand-up performance? Oh, <laughs> sure. Kidding. I mean, definitely. Yes. I'm just kidding. Mine, too. Um, that one that we both did right, uh, was humiliating for both of us. Becky and I did uh, did stand up at an open mic uh, a few months ago, and uh, neither it was it was not the best <laughs> night for either of us. Nope. Um, we we slunk away like yeah, a sad puppy. That's right. It was really humiliating. Uh, but uh, you know, you get you get out there and you do it again. <laughs> I mean, Becky has, I haven't. <laughs> um, uh, that, that does remind me that uh, that my wife Lori uh, told me a story involving a sauna recently. Because um, of my friend. Because of your friend, Sauna. Yeah. Sauna. Um, but it sounded like Sauna, um, which I, I don't know if this is true or not. I mean, uh, you, can, you can be sh- assured that I Googled it and like, couldn't really turn anything up. Um, that uh, she, uh, she has a coworker from Finland uh, who told her that um, in Finnish um, uh, beauty contests, like, like uh, you know, beauty pageants, um, there's like, instead of a swimsuit segment, there's a sauna segment where they have to come out of the sauna, like with no makeup um, and, you know, their hair, like, you know, naturally uh, saunified. Um, and so, so we can see like their, their natural, like uh, sauna induced beauty. 
like sweaty stuck to the side of their head? I guess. Because that's what my beauty looks like when I come out of a sauna. I don't know. Like the way she described it, I was like, I want to, I'm sure this has been on Finnish television and I want to see it, but I couldn't find anything. Okay. That's just, that's one of those like unrealistic. Oh no, it doesn't make any sense at all. No, you know If you actually saw it, they would just look kind of like dazed. Have you been in a sauna? I, I have and I hate it. You know what you look like when you come out of a sauna? I, I'm sure, like like a like salad, but sweat, yeah, like red faced, like a puffy eye, like a leftover sandwich. <laughs> uh, no, and yet, like, I mean, if it your pores are wide open, so you can see into your like skeletal. The thing is, skeletal. I, I am not a Finnish lady, and they don't have pores or skeletons <laughs> or whatever. What's looking into your skeletal? What does that really mean? I don't, what, I don't ever want to know. What goes after skeletal? What was I looking for? Oh, my uh, skeletal visage. Mm, that's good. Pretty good. Skeletal. That's the kind of thing you might find. Looking into your skeletal visage? Yeah, I think that's the kind of line you might find in the sort of book that, that we're we would... going to read speaking, right now. Speaking of which, we're going to get into that very, very soon because I have nothing else to talk about. <sighs> I did go to the bank this morning. Like, I had to, like, sit down. Like, I had to make a change to one of my accounts. So I had to sit down with the guy at the bank. Wow. And, he, and he's you like... You can still go into banks? You can still go into banks. I, I there don't... people? I don't want to. In banks? Um... And and the guy, uh, he he's like, "What are you doing the rest of the day?" And I said, "I'm recording a podcast with up? my friend." Um, I I don't know. Um, and I mean, this was on Broadway, and uh, and I I'm like, I'm recording a podcast with my friend. So I told him all about our show. So um, oh. so Travis at BECU, this one's for you. Do we have a new super fan? I I'm gonna say yes. In the making. Uh huh. He okay. was he was very polite about the fact that I was talking about my podcast. I'm sure he's going to listen. I think it's funny that we call it like our only our five our five listeners, and we only have five listeners. Uh-huh. Super, Super fans. fans. Yeah, I like that we that we editorially. Uh, decided that uh, that Elizabeth was a super fan without without giving her the option nope. to accept or reject the moniker. Nope. Okay, so uh, we will be back in a moment when we are going to talk about Dark Sky by Cressley Cole. We're going to take it to a break. Is actually what you meant. Oh, to say. Oh, that's what I meant to God. say. What? What? You're pointing at me. And we're back. Oh, God. <laughs> How can I forget? I was like, why are you pointing at me? I, I know, You're I doing the summary. I did, I did like put you on the spot there. Like, you know, quick. Say oh, something. Yes. Sorry. How, why do you keep hurting yourself? I God, I am in such pain right now. Oh, from the dog? Yes. Like, every time I touch something, I'm just sitting here like did you? Did you have to get a, a tetanus shot or something? No, but the funny thing is, is my friend Ashlyn, she uh, uh, went to be nurse aid, but she, it was dark and we're old, so she couldn't see without her readers on, and she put uh, hand sanitizer in my wounds instead of oh. antibiotic, and I screamed. Oh, God. Because it was so painful. <laughs> Don't do that, listeners. Don't put hand sanitizer on open wounds. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's right. a public There's service your, announcement your... for us. So, yeah, so thanks for turning tuning into our uh, medical advice show. <laughs> cool. You know? Also, don't stick your hand in a dog. Do you remember? Um, ew. Do you re- do you remember? <laughs> unless you're James Harriet and you're a veterinarian, right, um, then it's okay. Uh, <laughs> James Harriet. I haven't said that name. I yeah. I forgot that was a thing, but I knew. I knew. I remembered All immediately. Creatures All creatures, great, great and, and small. small. Oh my god! Yeah. He always had his hand like up the That's ass it. of a cow. Yeah, or not well, the ass, like the uterus. Yeah. Up the uterus? Yeah, well, I don't think it's called. That's, up that's the, not up how it works. Up the uterus. <laughs> that's maybe too far. You. That's right. <laughs> that's too far. Yes, you've gone, you've gone too, too far. far with this up the uterus bullshit. <laughs> up with people. All right. <laughs> yeah, up with people and their uteruses. Please, please, to summarize, Dark Sky. Okay. Um, by by Cressley Cole. Is that a vegetable or a name? Um, oh yeah, like water Cressley. 
It's Cressy Cole. It's Cressy. Yeah, wait, Cole, because like Cole is like German for cabbage because of coleslaw, right? Yep. So she, so she's two vegetables. Cressy Cole. That explains a lot about the uh, the prose in this book. Yep. Uh, okay, so uh, we start out again with like a weirdo prologue. This one, uh, oh, so the last man. one was uh, Greek myth set, you know, innumerable centuries in the past. This one begins deep within the Alps, mortal realm, roughly five centuries ago. Like, be more specific, yeah, please. Yeah, roughly. Okay. All right. So, Lanthe, short for Melanthe. Wait a second. How are you sure that's how that's pronounced? Because this is one I of those names again where where it really could be. Who the fuck knows? I, I, I like it with the with Lanthe, Lant, he, Lan the. I <laughs> as this. I think the summarizer should have the prerogative to okay. to like uh, to set the pronunciation. So what is it? Lanthe. Yeah, Lanthe. Hmm. Uh, who is some kind of mystical fairy creature, is out scavenging for food when she sees a Vreckener flying overhead, a Vreckener being an enemy of her species or whatever. Uh, but this Vreckener is different because this one is super cute. Uh, and the Vreckener's name is <laughs> Thronos Talos, Prince of the Sky. Say that again, please. Okay. <laughs> I- I'm going to try. Without spittle coming up in your mouth uh-huh. <laughs> with excitement. Thronos Talos prince of the sky that's sky with an e on the end i heard um, that i heard that in your pronunciation good um i doesn't thronos sound like a talking toilet <laughs> okay so thronos he's thronos he's, talus uh, sounds like um some sort of act with a penis uh sure sure absolutely think? like 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 uh, uh yeah yeah uh, Thronos phallus yes yes uh yeah so he's super dreamy and he also thinks that she melanthe is cute uh, and for some reason, he like puts his face up to her face and smells her, which is really gross. I'm sure we'll get into more later. Uh, and declares that they're going to be best friends and fuck buddies forever. He didn't smell her. He scented her. Oh, right, right. Which sounds like he left it's, a scent sounds, on yeah, her. Exactly, which I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. Um, and this is uh, very disturbing because he's really cute, but she can never be friends with a Vreckener because they're like mortal enemies and stuff. Okay, so cut to modern times. And we're on a Pacific. <laughs> Wait, how'd you know it was modern times? Hmm. Oh, it said. I think it said modern times. times. (laughs) (laughs) I was for a second there. I was like, "Wait, maybe I'm wrong." No, No, it said said modern modern times. times. It was roughly 500 (laughs) whatever, and then it's modern times. Okay, so we're on a. Well, that keeps the book fresh forever. You know, you you read this book in in the year 2200, as people surely will, and it'll still seem you know up to date, fresh. So we're on a Pacific, an unnamed Pacific island, because I guess these species live forever. And uh, now Lanthe is joined by her friend Caro, also known as Crow, and Crow's daughter Ruby, and they're escaping from prison. Caro uh, spelled C-A-R-R-O-W, just so you know, instead of you thought, if, if you thought it was spelled like the uh, corn syrup, uh, corn syrup. I just oh no, it's spelled like the family restaurant. That's chain. right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, they're escaping from a prison that is built by humans to hold immortals. I think. And apparently Thronos is still after her, so I guess they broke up or something. Uh, And uh, apparently Thronos allowed himself to be captured so he could be taken to the same prison where Lanthe is being held. Then we get some backstory on, like, why, you know, why they're not friends anymore. Uh, I I didn't totally understand this, so please feel free to jump in. So as I understand it from the book, when they were kids, Lanthe dared Thronos to jump off a cliff without using his wings? No. Does this? No? Mm -hmm. Okay. No, uh, uh, Thronos' father, he basically unwittingly led his father to where his parents were, and then his father killed the parents. And then to exact revenge, Lanthe persuaded him. 
because she's a persuader. Oh, okay. so, she, so the, she's a power of persuasion. Oh, persuaded the, the, him to jump without the his family wings. murder happened first. first. Okay, got it. Okay, so so Thronos's dad killed Lanthe's dad parents parents, and as and, and to retaliate, Lanthe uh, tricked Thronos into jumping without his wings, which is a bad idea, and killed okay. killed the father too. Okay, she killed his father. Yes, but they're definitely going to get over this because it's a romance, right? Uh, okay, so Thronos catches up to her while while Lanthe is escaping the prison and tackles her, <laughs> and she says. Did you write down this line also? Release um, me, you, you dick. dick. Of course. Because <laughs> that's what happens. It's a real snappy it's, line. It, it brings us into modern times. That's, that's right. It's, mm-hmm. It sets the scene. You know, it's, it's showing, not telling. Right. Uh, so Caro and Lanthe fight with Thronos, but Caro has to go save her kid. So Thronos captures Lanthe and they fly through underground tunnels to a chamber where they get conveniently sealed in by an earthquake. <laughs> and he wipes his blood on her mouth, Ew. which is so gross. <laughs> Um, okay, so then chapter two, we... <laughs> I thought it was really hot, actually. I'm sure. And I'm sure uh-huh. 500 million women who read this can't be wrong either. I guess. Mm-hmm. This, this book has over 700 Seven. Amazon reviews. Yep. This, the author yes. of this book is a number one New York Times yeah. bestseller. My okay. next cookbook is going to involve a recipe where you take blood of a goat and smear it on yourself. Okay, Because apparently I'm women were going to go for that. You know, I'm, I'm skeptical, goat. but your recipes work, and so I trust you. <laughs> Okay, so now we cut to Thronos' perspective. There is so much more of this. I'm really going to try and move Listeners, it Listeners, okay. buckle, buckle in. There, there are, this book contains 75 books. Okay, uh, they have to fight their way out of the, of the underground tunnel against a bunch of ghouls uh, while still bantering bitchily with each other. Uh, and uh, they're, oh, they're like the Bickersons. They're, they're like they're, already yes. a married couple. Right, they're the Lockhorns. blood on each other's Wait, faces. They're literally the Lockhorns because he has horns. Yes. Okay. Um, and he's also wearing leather pants for no reason. Oh, there's so much. Um, okay, so Thronos fights off a jillion ghouls with zero effort, and there's lots of squirting green ghoul blood. Uh, oh, great. And that's, uh, that's the end of chapter two. Uh, chapter three, thank God this is almost over. <laughs> uh, so they're flying, and Thronos is all crampy because of how Lanthe <laughs> busted his, his wings. Yes. And then there's something about a Sarunos and a Pravis and Demonarchies, and I completely lost any idea of what was going on at this point. Except then it mentioned that Lanthe is wearing a thong, um, and it, I don't know why. Okay, that, that's the summary. I missed the let's, thong. Let's jump right into, into the costumes, um, because I, I could not stop thinking about this during the prison escape. So, so she's in a prison. Uh, like a prison for immortals, and it says Lanthe hiked up her metal breastplate, and then it mentioned she was wearing um, a metal mesh skirt and thigh-high stiletto boots. Yeah. Why is she wearing this in a prison? Is this the prison uniform, or do they no. let people wear their own clothes <laughs> in this prison? They let people wear their own clothes. Why? Because it was a poorly conceived yeah, plot this, part. Yeah, this prison, this is a terrible prison. Right. It's easy to escape, and they let people wear their own clothes. No, it's because they, they put on that, like, what is that thing that they call, like a... a oh, a chokey. Uh, not a choke, a chokey pokey. <laughs> it was something that they put around their neck that it disables right, all their I forgot. powers. Okay, they don't, so they don't need to, like, give they them prison uniforms or chain them up except for this, it, this throat. I forgot about that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that the, it disabled any of their powers. Um, okay, but, but let's get back to the outfit. Um uh, 
Really? Like, like, like so she's apparently this this breed that she is. She's a sorcery. sorcery or it's like a slutty breed. As, as, well, no, like they they are actually fairly weak. They're fairly defenseless, which of course fits into the whole kind of strong sure. man thing. So they wear metal, and that's why her parents are collecting oh. gold because they like oh. hoard metal to protect themselves with. Wow, you really you really got this. I'm like, I love this book, man. This I am. I already read the whole thing. I'm scared. No, I didn't. How how do you think it compares to the other fourteen books in this series? A, a fact that I am not making up or exaggerating. Let me read read them this afternoon. I'll get back to you. Okay, great. Can we just get to the reckoners? Which, when you say it, it's going to sound to people like W R E C K. But it's V V R E K E N E R S, which to Vreckoners. me was reckoners, which to me sounds like a shelf. That you would find next to Swedish meatballs in IKEA. Yes, that's exactly what yes. it is. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> um. Like, yeah, you know, I tried. I tried the Ivar. I tried the uh, the Geflurm. I tried the Vreckener. <laughs> the I, I got to go with the Vreckener. The, Vreck- you know, it's the Vreckeners. It's got it's got powerful wings. That's right. There's a the plain of Rothkalina is mentioned. Apropos of nothing, this is in the describing kind of the demonarchies. It's like the demonarchies. And the plain of Rothkalina. This is in the first, like, does it, that'll make sense on page 384. But for now, we just want to, I just, what? Oh, yeah, speaking, this is going to, I can tell how this is going to go already. There's so much going on in this book. You're going to mention something and I'm going to be like, I don't remember that exactly. being in there at all. And the, then I'm going to mention wearing, something. Right. Her wearing a thong? Right, yes. No, she was absolutely wearing a thong near the end of the book. Like, he noticed her thong, like, while, while they were escaping, like, through the sky. And they used the word thong. I am 99% sure they use the word thong. Well, I will look this up during the break. Okay, well, back to the demonarchies. Right. Apparently, the, what? The, Wait a minute, question. What's a demonarchy? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> uh, um, or it could be the demon demon archies. Like, <laughs> oh, like, like the comic? Yes. Okay. Uh, they are apparently as varied as the bands of man, which oh, so made you, me think like Air Supply, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, uh huh. Sure. Like, <laughs> the, the two most important bands. <laughs> Of, our, of modern times. Right. <laughs> you know, it's and, modern times when people listen to bands like Air Supply and Marilyn Manson. And then did you catch that there's the Order, which apparently is the humans, right? And they're called yes. the Lorians. Oh, the, those were the humans? I'm sorry. No, the, the, the humans, which is called the Order, okay. they imprison the Lorians. Did right. you get that? Oh, okay. Yes, I did get that. So because they're like creatures from lore. Okay. Did you get that Lorians, if you just take away the L and put a K, it's Koreans? <laughs> So it's literally like one letter off, like like just yes. the next, the, if you go to the previous letter in the alphabet. I, Cressley Cole, what are you saying here? Or is it Loresley Cole? Um, I actually didn't catch that. My, my uh, autocorrect caught it. Uh-huh. And it said, the order, Koreans are imprisoned <laughs> and executed. And then I was like, what no, the this fuck? This is terrible. This is horrible. I don't want to read about that. You didn't um, mention the ascension, which occurs every... Five, this is a literal, I'm quoting. Okay. Occurs so every, it's true. Yeah. Occurs every 500 years or right now. That's what it says. In the book. <laughs> okay, great. And it's like where like everything, like everyone just, you know, rushes up and kills each other and it's like a purge. Oh, Or okay. like the Earth, Seattle earthquake. You're right. I completely missed it. Is it like the Seattle earthquake? Like it's, fi- you know, oh, we're, every, we're due. Right. It we're, could happen. We're overdue for an ascension. Or it could be in 500 years. Um, or right now. And what's the Virtus League? I don't know. I know. I don't know. It's it's definitely something from that other book we read where the haunted house that I don't remember the name of. Can we just 
focus back on why must names be so complicated? Okay, I really why? want to talk about this. Is this a thing they teach in, in like fantasy paranormal romance class? I don't know. Like what what would happen if you wrote one of these books and people had normal names? Bob would, and Mary. Right. Like you know, Bob is, a, Bob is a demon, right. Yeah. And Mary's a centaur. You know, yeah. they're gonna fuck. Yeah. Like what what's wrong with Bob and Mary funk fucking? Why does it have to funking? be funking? <laughs> what's wrong with them funking? <laughs> I don't know. I have to say that because this is a this is a G rated show. Let's not be let's not be racist though. Maybe there's, you know, um Let's not know. be racist. Let's not for be racist. What, there's a, a character named Henry Kim. There's a okay, Korean sure, sure. who's gonna be executed in this book. Okay. So it doesn't have to be, you know, Bob and right, right, right. Okay. It can be, yeah. What's a Korean first name? Male name. I don't know, like Henry. Henry? Is that good? That sounds very American. <laughs> I mean, very uh, white. Um, I'm not going to, like, make up a Korean-sounding okay. name. Okay, okay. But back to the, the weird names. There are Korean first names. Co- Korean-Americans often have English-sounding names. True. Okay, so there's Lanthi. There's Sabine or Sabine. Right. Which is actually fairly easy to pronounce, okay. right? I, I, I'm, it could I'm gonna, be Sabine or it could be Sabine. I feel like Sabine can be on the normal side. Like, there are real people with okay. that name. Guess if what? there's a real person named Thronos. Okay, but guess what? Yeah. She's not actually called Sabine. Oh. She's got a nickname. Oh, great. A-I-B-E-E. Right. A-B. I-B? Uh, I-B? It's like a kitty, like like a thing that uh Doesn't that even sound young... like Sabine. No. Okay, so, th- so we have our first easy wait, name. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe it does. Like Sabine, A-B. It's like how a baby would oh. say Sabine. Like a baby, A-B. A-B. Oh, you're right. I just thought that was funny that we had our first easily pronounceable name and then it got changed to something that was a little bit harder to pronounce. Right, no, but you see, like, if you, if you reason through it, everything in this book makes sense. Okay, then, then, then uh, riddle me this. Or let me riddle you this. Please. At the very beginning, she's swaying in the wildflowers and she talks about her, her dress hem is, like, cavorting with the wildflowers, like a possessed dress. And then she's, she's dancing with it. And then, possessed dress. And, and, and Get then, possessed by the dress. That's my favorite reality show. <laughs> and then the spell is broken, and all of a sudden she hikes up her dress. What? Huh? Oh, I, I... I'm sorry. She hikes up her dress. That You only hike up your dress when you're going to pee. Yeah, exactly. It's apparently prior to running, she hikes up her dress. Well, I mean, if you were wearing like a long flowing dress, like might you need to hike it up in order to run fast so you don't get tangled might, up in it? Mightn't you. And I use that word on purpose because that was in the book. <laughs> mightn't. Which recalled the twas of, of last week's book. She also skirts the lake. Okay, so she's dressing, skirting, whirling, hiking up her dress. There is a lot of sexual innuendo around her bits well i mean it's a romance novel yes. i'm just saying um you know she she's she's like uh aching for it he's like thrusting his wings all Whoa. over the place well back up matthew uh-huh. subtlety is key here oh of course no, we're skirting the wildflowers yes we that, are okay. that's what i meant like everything's wildflower scented okay speaking of things that are never explained as far as i know and maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe you have an explanation for this there was no way she and Thronos could get past this throng without a single contagious injury. <laughs> what is a contagious injury? Do you want the real answer or the made-up answer? Wait, is there a real answer? The real answer is that the ghouls infect the other race by giving them a, a contagion. Like, they, it's a virus or something that they, when they bite them or the goo oh. hits them, it, it spreads to other people. Okay. But that's not fun. So I think it's actually herpes. Okay, great. All right. <laughs> Talons are mentioned as being scary. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wait, are talons ever not scary? I, here is what I wrote. 
the flares farthest from the body uh, from the body on each side were tipped with talons. Scary talons. Scary talons. As opposed Don't to you? cuddly talons. Yeah, like, do you ever just want to just, you know, have a cup of tea and, and just like curl up with spoon, some ta- with, spoon someone with talons? Uh, yeah, I want to spoon a falcon. Yeah. No. Really not necessary to nope. say scary talons. Okay, she was running fast, fast as a fay. F-E-Y. I'm sorry. That seems homophobic. It, it does. It, it's one of two things. It's either homophobic or like, what, is that, or what does that even mean? Well, like fast as a fay running from being gay bashed? I guess. You run fast? I guess. I don't know. What's a fay? She also has a flicking gaze. <laughs> what? Um, it's a mother flicking gaze. <laughs> I love that. That his hair, because they have to make the guy, of course, always taller than your average man, darker than your average man, uh-huh. bigger than your, all of yep. this. So his hair, and it's got to have beautiful hair, his hair tumbles over his horns. Sure. Those judding spikes were smooth and silvery. Okay, spike, smooth? Well, a spike Isn't can be it- smooth on the on the sides, right? So like like... Not a very good spike. These, these horns we're talking about, do they represent anything else, do you think? He's got four of them. I think it, two I, were removed. Oh, right. Oh, so, so, like, but like an average so he's circumcised. Man, an average man has two horns. He's really horny. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Oh, boy. That was bad. Um, there was a part near the end where, where, uh, where they fly up. In, so, so Thronos fights off. Ghoul after ghoul after ghoul without sustaining a contagious injury, which right. I still don't believe was explained. Um, <laughs> I and just then, explained it to you. And then they fly up in the air, and uh, and uh, Lanthe says that uh, that Thronos has unexpectedly strong muscles. Mm-hmm. Of course. Why was this unexpected? <laughs> I mean, he just like punched to death a hundred ghouls because she sent him top i'm being too serious she uh-huh. sent him tumbling down without his wings and he uh-huh. fell and he's broken so she thought he but was that was like be... that was literally uh roughly 500 years ago <laughs> i mean this is modern times he's been he's been working out he he's got a gym membership which you can, it's a thing you can only do in modern times oh like he uh uh, he's been working out on the uh, the. He's doing the thigh master. He's doing the wing master. He's the doing horn the horn ma- master. Horn master. Yep. My favorite thing, and by favorite I mean it set <laughs> set women's rights back um, <laughs> roughly roughly five hundred uh, decades. It, Sabine complimented her her sister. So Lanthe's got an older sister. Did you you mention that? Yeah, e- yeah, yeah. Who's got? Uh, no, I think I didn't. Okay, so so Sabine, the other okay, character, right, is right. Lanthe's older sister who. Um, has great powers, can make people see things that are not there and, and put their fears that they have in front of them. Oh. With great power. That but is anyway, a great power. Sabine would compliment her younger sister always on her ability and never her looks. And when Lanthe is complimented by Thron- Kronos Quartet, um, <laughs> um, Kronos, Kronos is so, uh, uh, Lanthe is so happy because, you know, God, people have only been complimenting her on her abilities and never her looks. Her parents yeah. never even noticed her. So finally someone's complimenting her on her looks. Uh-huh. Sending women's rights back decades. Right. Okay. Yeah. He's like, you know, I, I don't know about your sorcery abilities, but like but nice you're tits, hot. Right? Nice hits, right. Um, he scented her. And let's go talk about that again. He sent. Uh, please, let's go. Let's get way. Let's press our faces <laughs> way into that concept. He scented her, and he actually said, 
I smell magics on you. Oh, that is so gross. It's her hiked up dress, don't you think? It absolutely is. Yeah. Yes, again, everything everything in this book is symbolism because that's what good writers do. God, I love the Gods, I love this book. And I say gods also on purpose this because is, that's what they say. That's come up before, right? Yeah, they say gods, I, I something, something. Speaking of things that have come up before, um, I, I feel like I want to call this out every time we do a romance novel, even though it's, it's so obvious that um, like in a romance novel, as far as I can tell, um, like casual sex is the worst thing in the entire universe. Not in every book. Okay, we we need to we need to like. I think we've I read guess, some that were. No, no, there's always there's always like some some like underlying you know uh, timeless love story going. I'm going to find you a book that's about a timeless love story that that is 300 pages of casual sex first. Okay, great. Because okay. but you know there's, it's my there's life. a quote. No, just kidding. <laughs> there's a quote from Lanthe like like. Uh, this is something I hate anyway. When there's like a you, you have like an epigraph in your book that's a quote from one of the characters. Oh, and it's the worst quote ever. And the, so the quote in this case is: "Meaningless sex is like eating the worm at the bottom of a tequila bottle. Fun in the moment, but not something you'd want to repeat over and over." It's the dumbest quote ever. I don't understand what any of that means. Like, well, compare it to the quote before it, though, which is actually much more meaningful from the from. I Kronos. didn't. I didn't write down the quote before uh, it. Chronos here. I got it. Okay. I'm calling him Kronos from now on. Yeah, um, he's got a quartet of horns. He does have a Kronos in the quartet of horns. That's the, that's the book we're going to write. Absolutely. That's our fanfic book. Oh, I bet there's so much Cressley Cole fanfic. You think? Oh, I, I am absolutely positive. I'm going to write a book called Deep Within the Alps. <laughs> that's right. Kronos <laughs> uh, said to Lanthe, I want to get deep within those Alps. And she was like, finally. <laughs> I also got confused because we have the whole like you know their their chi- their children and they're flirting. Wait, then, what was the quote though? I'm gonna get okay, there in a second. Right. Their their children they're flirting and then it says four months later, Thronos told that they were hanging out and then Lanthe made him pay for it and then it's the quotes and so to me that seemed like wait four months later they're making quotes about meaningless sex and they're like nine years old. Yeah, that was strange. Yeah. So I didn't really get that. But, but it, it was a different time, but, roughly 500 years ago. Uh, the quotes are not showing up in my... Anyway, they're not showing up in my okay. preview. They're, they're between, I think they're between the prologue and chapter one. Yes, I'm not, I'm not All right, I'll pull it up. Okay. Um, all right. So did you think Cressley was a, is a male author or a female author? Female. Just because it's a romance novel and most of them are written by women or... Also because she had an Amazon page with her picture. Ah. Aha. But, I mean, you can put any picture you want on those pages. I, God knows I did. True. Um, it just seemed like it was a stalker book. Um, I mean, it is a stalker book. In, like, in the sense that that's, that's what the plot is about? Basically, he stalks her for 500 years. Yeah, but that's love. <laughs> that's, that seems to be a recurring theme. Like, that it, if totally. You, if, you, if you really love someone, just like never yeah. leave them alone for a second until they finally give in. Yeah. I mean, I mean is stalking always evil or might... Might it be evil or might not it be evil? Okay, with that, let's come back to that after the break. <laughs> we'll be right back. Okay, I've got the, the corresponding quote. So there's, there's uh, like dueling quotes, like, like at the end of Do the Right Thing. There's, there's uh, dueling quotes uh, from great historical figures like Thronos Talos and Melanthe of <laughs> I, the Day You love Sorcerer. saying Thronos Talos. I, I love it, yeah. More if you had a anything. lisp, how would you say Thronus Talus? Because I, I think I think Thron- it's Thronus Thronus Talus. Okay, uh, 
Sorcerai are licentious, gambling, paranoid hedonists. Their love of wine-swilling and carousing is matched only by their delight in thievery. For Sorcerai powers to go unchecked would be disastrous. Right. So that actually seems like a well, somewhat well-written, meaningful, informative But basically quote. he's just saying she's a hoe, right? Yeah. Okay. But then she goes to talk about, like, tequila worms and... Wait, is it eating a tequila worm fun? <laughs> None of that made sense to me. Okay. Uh, but Have you ever eaten a tequila worm? No, I haven't. Maybe it's fun. Well, there's your answer. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea. Okay. Did you catch that there's a strange word used a lot I mean, there's a lot of strange words used a lot. All of them? Apparently, he grates to her. G-R-A-T-E. Oh. He grates to her. And he's going to grate to her soon. And it's, it's used many different times. Like, talk? He's gra- Like a microplane? Like, he's grating to her. Like, like he had an annoying voice. But I, I understand that that's not how that word is used. I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. I don't understand. I'm just trying desperately to understand anything. Here's, that a, here's a line. He graded one word, colon, come. <laughs> okay. Listeners, what does that word, like, graded, in, uh, used as a verb? Okay, I'm going to try and do my impression of, uh, of Thronus Talos, uh, <laughs> Lord of the Sky, grading a word. Come. What do you think? Oh, do you think it's... Okay, but is that a, like a, a word commonly used in paranormal fiction? I don't know. Because <laughs> it's, it's used so, so com- you, you, comfortably. Right. It made me feel like I was the only one who didn't know this word. I feel like we're probably experts on par- paranormal fiction at this point. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so I'm going to say no. Um, so, okay, so let's get into this evil or not evil thing, because yeah. this is a recurring theme in this book, like who's evil and who's not evil. So, for, for example... The book mentions Caro's estranged husband, who might or might not be evil, hunted for her. Mm-hmm. Stalker theme, right? But when is it not evil to hunt to hunt someone yes. down? Yes. But there's more. She knew he'd become a warlord. Had he turned evil over these centuries? Oh, that's a different. That's not that's, about. That's yeah, not, that, not that's about, about Cronus. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. what's a not evil warlord? <laughs> that's very I, good. Yeah. Good like, point. It's like. It's like they're obsessed with, like, defining who's evil and who's not evil, right. like, completely divorced from their actions. Right. Right. That's awesome. I like how, like, they were, they were, they've always been sworn enemies and 500 years of pursuing and everything. But when she's talking back about when they, they had this sort of, like, hot attraction, even though they're enemies, she then says, alas, things have gone downhill since then. Well, I would right. say so. Yeah. I would uh-huh. say so. I mean, he killed her parents. You know, father killed the parents. She killed the father. Blah. It's just funny. It was just, I thought it was good writing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's a perfect segue into, into a game that I'm calling Forbidden Love. So the more so than maybe any other book we've read, you know, clearly the protagonists of this book should not ever get together. No. Um, They've you know. already hurt each other very, very badly. Right. So, um... I want to come up with a pair of uh, characters or types who are even less suited for each other than the Reckoner and the Sorcerer in this mm-hmm. book. Okay. All right. So, for example, uh, he's a hunky kindergarten student. She's his shapely teacher. Oh, gross. See, that... and usually that's, that's your kind of joke, and I, say, and I say, oh, gross. I was like... That's Mary Kay Letourneau, uh-huh. and what's his butt? Yeah. Oh, that made me feel really deep and oh, good. sad I, I think and I've got, I think I've got one that's even worse. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> okay, what, Try what, me. do you have anything? 
My Little Pony and Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm writing that. Like, yeah, fans, like fan fiction writers, like, feel free to take any of these and run with them. I know you are anyway. Mine are pretty bad. <laughs> Donald Trump and Margaret Cho. I would like oh. to see that. I don't know. I'm kind of into that. Um, I mean, they're both. They're both. You know, like, uh, kind of uh, love to talk. Yeah. 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 It would be. You know, there'd be lots of lots of like, uh, you know, dirty talk and uh, people getting fired and like. Uh, <laughs> immigrant bashing right, and right. Uh, people getting <laughs> deported uh okay uh, <laughs> he's a trillionaire he's a homeless guy who lives in the alley behind the trillionaire's office tower oh yeah i like how you just like gave like categories not actual people i was yeah. very literal with this i'm like miss oh, piggy incredible hulk Go. oh that is gross that's what okay. i came up with yeah they both blow up in different ways I like it. The okay. colors. Just imagine the colors. <laughs> I don't know. Like do, the greens yeah, and the green, pinks. Green and pink. Not yeah. Not a very good combination. What is and the yet, Incredible Hulk? Is it a human? I mean, it's not a human, but it's like it's a Hulk. But it's a man, right? It's a man who hulks out. It's like yeah. It's like the. I think we all have a little Hulk in a us. A man don't and you? a man and his pig. All right. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Justin Trudeau, Sarah Palin. Hmm. I don't know. Those are those are. I can see Canada from here. <laughs> I mean, they're they're th- that feels like an actual like you know like a plot that 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 one could I'm get into write that in the book. sense that you know they're they're both attractive human beings and and like you know the fact that they come from different sides of the political aisle gives it a, like a frisson, a little a little friskiness, yeah, a little frisky. All right. Um, where whereas mine is okay, and I gave I came up with a title for this one. He's a shepherd. She's a German shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> the title the title of this romance is Unspayed. I did the mic drop thing. You totally did the <laughs> mic drop thing. All right. Oh. Okay, I like he's a shepherd, she's a German shepherd. Pretty That's good, right? Pretty fucking funny. Um I I feel like it's possible I lifted that joke from somewhere, not intentionally. I didn't I deliberately didn't Google it just in case. So oh, that was pretty damn funny. Um Can we talk about mottos? Yeah. Because um this I, I actually genuinely uh, no no jokes did like this this line from the book when it said one of Lanthe's favorite mottos was the simplest when in trouble leave, leave. I knew <laughs> I like I, I love a motto that is just like directly to the point you don't need to interpret it yep. it's easy to put into practice in the real world I mean let's uh, come up with in, others in theory at least exactly here's right, one right. Um, when gasping for air breathe mm-hmm. uh, when chased run mm. uh. Um, um, when in doubt, Wikipedia. Oh, that's a good one. Uh-huh. Um, uh, when you're a, uh, uh, a warlord, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza, pizza pie, you're high. Um, when you had the extra large ramen, vomit. Mm-hmm. Uh, when in Rome, you're in Italy. Oh, okay. There's this part where Lanthe is running out of the cave and she tr- is tripped and her ankle, searing pain in her ankle. And she goes through a moment in her mind where she's trying to figure out who has tackled her. Right. And I just want to say I am very glad that I don't like when, so- when I fall to the ground that I don't actually go through like a cause litany <laughs> right. that she does. Uh-huh. Like I go, 
I tripped over the sidewalk or I'm a klutz. I don't ever think ghoul, demon, or wendigo. Oh, yeah. That's right. Wendigo. Now, I have heard this word before. It's not something Cressley Cole came up with. It's like a, a I was going to say actual, but it's a, you know, it's an established paranormal thing. Really? I don't know what it is. But doesn't it sound like, you know, like a guy who works in accounting at your office? No. You know what it sounds like to okay. me? It's it's like a vanigan. It's like something you take oh. camping. Oh, it's like yeah, a Winnebago better. and a Vanagon. It's a yes, Wendigo. It's like, yeah. like, just take it to the mountains. Right. Let's let's hop in the you, Wendigo. You, me, and this the weekend. Wendigo. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No. That's what I thought. <laughs> that's um, right. You know, by the end of this book, uh, Thronos and uh, what's her name will have patched things up. They're going to be riding around in the Wendigo. Um, <laughs> you know, they're going to be doing things with those horns. Here are my three favorite lines from the book. They're all very short. I am so thrilled that we haven't gotten to your three favorite lines yet. Well, no, we have one of them. Okay. Release me, you dick. Yes. I knew I liked that witch. <laughs> I, I can't even explain why that's so funny, but I love it. He took her mouth. Ugh. Whoa. Ugh. He, he took her mouth. Is that when he spread the blood on yes, it? Yes, oh, he took it. God. Also, the tunnel is described as ungodsly. What does that mean? This, this gods thing come, like, is a thing. But what's it's ungodsly? Is that you know, even, it's just is that like even good not, not one of your nicer tunnels. It's like a, you know, like a B plus tunnel at best. I also love the, um, you know how we did it's that? Got, it's got a uh, contagious wound. <laughs> that's a, that's a, your band name, isn't it? Contagious? Oh. Yes. That, that would actually be a great heavy metal band name. I have a couple. Okay. From, you, have a, you have a couple inspired, band names? Great. Band names inspired from the book. Here's my favorite. <laughs> Illuminate the Shaft. <laughs> It's a good one, isn't it? I want to hear someone with a like a Cockney accent. No pun intended. Like an English <laughs> accent saying illuminate the shaft. And sifting corpses. Yes. Those both were pulled from direct directly pulled from the book. Um at some point they emerge from the tunnel and they it's written that they emerge from the smoke and awful. O F F A L. Kind of like that. Was the tunnel filled with haggis? Well, but it was filled with like ghoul organs. Like, like, okay. severed, like... Okay. I, I think I'm okay with that. Yeah, okay. I am obsessed with the grading. His bones graded. Did you see that? His bones no. graded. No, what does that mean? Again, grading. Please. Is please. it just like he has arthritis? Please, listeners. Because it's, it's modern times, and there's a lot of treatments hmm. these days for whether, whether you're a human or a wendigo. <laughs> At one point, he says something to her like, you know, like, I hate you or something like that. And she goes, <laughs> mutual. Did you, did you catch that? Uh, yeah. That's, it's like saying that's, ditto. That's kind of catchy. Modern times. Much. Much. Just to say much. <laughs> I, I almost expected like LOL or SMH to appear in the lines too, you know? L- LMFAO. <laughs> LMFAO. <laughs> which is, yeah, which is the music that was playing throughout this. An- another favorite part, which is, seems to be a theme in this kind of paranormal romance, is that they're about to die, right? The ghouls are coming closer 30 feet, 20 feet, right. 10 feet, uh-huh. 5 feet. And she says... In this moment, I was able to ogle his muscular legs. Like, you this, do a body scan. There is so much of that in this book. It Who? is infuriating. It is infuriating. Like, the last thing I'm thinking about is, like, checking someone's ass out as I'm about to be, like, you know, Devoured contagious. Uh, what was that? What did you call it? Contagiously contagious wounded, yes. No, the band name. Uh, oh, Contagious it's, Wound, right? Contagious Wound. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it was something else. Mine was Contagious Wound. You had some good ones, oh, too. okay, okay. Try, look. Do do would I would I forget the name of my own band? Gods. 
Ye gods. Ye gods. Okay, I I did not write any um, Amazon reviews, but I but I want to read some okay. just that I I can just, I before you get to yes, that can please. I just say because I only have one more thing to say from oh, this for this whole sure. entire book. Apparently, Cronus was missing his customary trench coat. <laughs> That the prisoners, the the the, the prison in the prison, they took it. So they left her with her her metal metal breastplate, breastplate and, and thigh highs and yeah, whatever. But they they took his customary trench coat. Okay, so he's a a broken winged, horned yes. warlord, right? Demon, demon with a trench coat. Well, you got to look good. I mean. That's no. That's like a someone who exposes yourself. That's not like a. Mm. That's a flasher. Well, how do, you, how do you get a trench coat over wings? Well, but his wings are like stunted from his injury, maybe. Oh. Or I don't know. This is a good question it, because it, just, it would look really. Lumpy. I just think there was a fashion faux pas there. That's why they took it. That oh, this is a fashion prison. <gasps> like so, they left her outfit oh, because they're like totally perfect. Hot. You know, like Mister. What was that guy's name? Mister Blackwell. Who used to do the like best and worst dressed? Oh, I don't know that. I show. think is that a show? I I think this. I think he died. I this this is all like it's something a I remember. Show or a book or what? I think he did like best and worst dressed for like TV Guide or something. Oh my god, this is like you're suddenly sixty years old. TV yes. Guide. <laughs> you know my favorite magazine, like my my two favorite magazines, TV Guide and Reader's, Reader's Digest. I was just gonna you say know, Reader's I Digest. Read TV Guide for Mister Blackwell. I read Reader's Digest for Life in These United States. And then you play. Then you read highlights. And then and then the <laughs> dentist says, "Come on in. It's time for your appointment." <laughs> okay, anyway, where, where was it? So it's a fashion prison. So they're, they're like, you know, this guy This guy is like wearing a lumpy trench coat. Uh, you know, this trench coat has to go immediately. Uh, you know, but they look at her with, with the whole get up. They left her thong on, apparently. They left her thong on, and uh, and she's like, fine. catch that at all. Yeah. They, um, oh, the, yeah, the thing about the thong. Hang on, I'll find it. Reckoners never abandon their hunt. Of course not. The bastard had actually braved an underground shaft. That's my other band name. <laughs> underground shaft. Of course it had. Did you stop recording? Um, no, I did not. <laughs> um, oh, okay. <clears throat> underground shaft. And now, a dramatic reading from Dark Sky by Chris like Cole. That, which... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my most grating voice. Most of her curvaceous... <laughs> I can't even do it. Fail. Most of Take. her... Most of her curvaceous figure was on display in her shameless sorcery garb. Aside from her gauntlets, <laughs> I forgot about the gauntlets, she wore only a metal breastplate and a minuscule skirt configured of mesh and strips of leather. When he dragged her through the tunnel, it had, it had ridden up to reveal a shockingly small black thong and the flawless curves of her ass. Oh, I totally missed that. Now the molded cups of her breastplate pressed against him. They're escaping from a prison. Uh, her waist and hips were so damned womanly, eliciting <gasps> lust. Wait, what page is this? It's the end. This was the body he should have been enjoying for the last 500 years. Oh, no. This was not in my preview. Oh. Huh. This was not in my preview. So I think, I think we may have like uncovered a, uh, something that, that, uh, that is like important, which I, I like, you know, said, send the sample to my Kindle. And you probably like read, read the one on the yes. website. Yes. I figured those were the same, no, but apparently they not. They are not. Oh, okay. I would definitely have remembered so that's why, that. Yeah. Of course you would have remembered the thong. Um, <laughs> I, I, thank you. I didn't, I, that's, that really sounded like an accusation that I didn't mean thank it that you, way. Matthew. Of course you would have remembered the thong. I love that you always comment on my abilities and not my looks. <laughs> Yes, your your photographic thong memory. 
<laughs> oh god. Um, okay, I'm gonna read a couple of Amazon reviews and then uh, we're gonna. Do tell I guess you, if they're real the or fake? Uh, no, they're all real. Oh. I, I didn't write any fake ones because okay. I was too lazy. Okay, this is from Monique. I love Cressley Cole and will pretty much buy anything she writes, except for the weird new erotic bondage stuff. <laughs> from S. Hernandez. Wished it was longer. I only gave this a four because it was so good that I felt shortchanged in the end when their story wasn't fleshed out more. Ooh. Okay. I, I have to say, like, everything we have been discussing happened in, like, ten pages at right. the beginning of the book. Right. Like, I feel satisfied. Yes, like, like I don't need any more than I don't that. Need I'm going to get sore. No, seriously. Did, did, did <clears> this, by the way, do you, would you classify this as paranormal SM? Because I mean, they're beating the shit out of each other. Well, I don't. Not according to Monique. I mean, t- according to Monique, she's got Cressley has some other stuff that that's the real dirty stuff. Well, that's that we what need I. That's find. why I mentioned it because I actually found this pretty damn disturbing. I mean, there's like there's oh, stalking, there's yes. hitting, there's she bites him, he puts blood on her face. He, he gets stabbed. I mean, there's like blood everywhere, and he he hits her like. It's but I horrible. think we can all agree chicks are into all this stuff, right? Uh, totally. Um, from Amazon customer, I love that name. <laughs> yes, because I'm a writer myself. I'm a picky reader. Always have been. Always will be. Oh, I have zero. Why were mercy. you on here writing a review? <laughs> I have zero mercy for books that I pay good money for that come with no concept of character development, let alone an original fleshy base to begin with. That five stars. <laughs> Wait, five stars with that review? Oh yes. No, th- that doesn't this, make any sense. This is a book with an original fleshy base. Uh, you know, great character development. Oh, oh, oh! So I he's saying I this, is, this is the kind of books that that they don't want. Oh, gotcha. As gotcha, opposed gotcha. to a Cressley Cole book. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <clears throat> this, this I like just just because of a typo. From Kindle customer. Actually, I've got two typo ones in a row, one of which is not going to work well on a radio show, but that's fine. I'm going to do it anyway. I'll I'll do the the less good one first. From Amazon customer. I love this whole series, H-O-L-E. Seriously? Absolutely. And... (laughs) Well, maybe maybe that was purposeful. Uh, Maybe, yes. Um, From Kindle customer. I loved this book. I don't like to give detail, but this had everything I love in a good romance, beginning with two people who hate slash love each other. Throngs is adorable. I love him. I just used the word love quite a bit. I am feeling it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Throngs. God. What? What did they mean? I, I just used the word love quite a bit. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling love. Let's just say that all the time now. I'm, Let's, Matthew, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm yes. feeling it. Um, let's, let's end on that, on that high note. Okay, but I do want to say, I did forget one other thing. Okay, no, let's end on this note then. Which she said that his horns were larger than normal, right? (laughs) I know we talked about that. Yes, but then it's it's still funny. Then qualifies it by saying they curve. Well, don't Uh, they all? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. What horns don't curve? Exactly. That's all I want to end on. All four, like on a typical dude, all four Four horns curve. Curve. That's what I thought. The I mean, four, the four hornsmen's of the apocalypse. <laughs> okay, what's our next book? I have the answer. <laughs> Good. I I was afraid for a second you were asking me after I told you to pick it. Here's the book. It's called Wrong by Jana Astow. A S T O U. Wrong. Right. Wrong. Right. So I believe I believe the next book is Wrong by Jana Aston. A S T O N. Oh, wrong. 
Uh, Jana asks. Okay. Tao, A-S-T-O-U. We need, we need to like make a survey monkey or something because look at, so go on to Amazon, which you, which you need to do anyway, and look up the book Wrong by J-A-N-A something and see if you can figure out from the cover of the book how her last name is spelled. Yeah, because I got it wrong. You know what? I'm still not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Aston, but look at the cover. You, you be the judge. Yeah. Um, do you want to tease the genre, or should I, should I just uh, be pleasantly Why surprised? Why don't you guess? Wrong by Janet Aston. Jana. Is it romance? Yes. Okay. Is it is it like uh, historical romance? Nope. <laughs> Why are we playing this game? It occurs in modern, modern times. times. That's all I'm going to give you. All right. It's it's much. It goes down much much uh, easier than this this book we just read. Oh, you didn't think this was like a chocolate covered bonbon? Not at all. Okay. All right. All right. Where we'll can they find that. us? Wait. Oh. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Stuff we need to, to tell people. Stuff that people already know. You can find us online at uh, lookinsidethisbookclub.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc. Which stands which for, stands for uh, Thronos. Uh, Thronos's big curves. <laughs> okay, um, why should they write a review about Thronus us? Thronus' beautiful curves. Why should the good people write a review about us? Uh, throng. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> um, uh, why should they write it? Because, yeah. um, because uh, we're fair and balanced. <laughs> I don't know, because we bring you um, uh, the truth. Can, right, please someone... Because, re- because we really need it. Will someone please write us a review and say, I'm loving it? Uh, no, I'm, I'm feeling said? it. I'm feeling it. I'm loving it as McDonald's. McDonald's. I'm feeling okay, it. Can someone write that too? Is us. No, our, I'm feeling it is uh, is Kindle customer, yeah. where we are appropriating it. Just say I'm feeling it. All right. And until next week, uh, or next time, we're, yeah. we're feeling it. We're feeling it. Okay, so essentially I'll talk, you won't listen, and you'll be thinking about your next That's story. That's exactly okay. right.